0: We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
1: Well, two out of three, Nick and Ryan again tonight. We had some hockey on it here tonight, too, for Scott. You ready? Big, yeah, a little Penguins game? How dare you? We don't watch the Penguins. Oh, the you. Bruins. Never yeah, it's mind. the Bruins. I thought it was the Pens. I just looked up a second ago it's and it popped Linus up there. It's and the J-Man. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Linus Olmark. Big game tonight. Big game. The Caps are playing tonight, though. Yeah, at they are. Nine thirty-eight. They're playing the Colorado. Yeah, yes. yep. second back-to-backs.
1: Colorado has been off since Saturday when they were in a wild one at Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Alexander Georgiev was dominant until he wasn't, and I think the final was like seven-four. the uh, The abs had, the abs had held uh, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia like. Th- th- off the board. Whatever. Yeah. There's more you board know what, God, nobody cares about hockey. Brad, you Stop brought it, it up. <laughs> it's, it's, All I did was mention is that there's a hockey game on TV. Dude, it's Brad. That never turn. happens in the studio. It is. It, Brad Evans joining us at a perfect time to co-host live on the line. Uh, you know, we listen, normally you join us and we're sitting there talking about Monday night football and we're looking at props and we're looking at whatever is involved with that game tonight or the week ahead. But right now, we had breaking news just before this show, which of course you know about. Of course, Brad, you've seen. And you know this. There's nothing better than breaking news right before a show because everybody's got to just throw their stuff up in the air and react to what happens. Your reaction, Jim Harbaugh, the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: Apparently way too predictable, guys. Uh, I figured he would land in LAC uh, with that gig in short order. I mean, he had so many flirtations with various NFL teams, uh, but obviously a guy that has, uh, you know, West Coast roots, uh, that stem back to his days as a Niners head coach, uh, I think he also understands that there's some key pieces already on this roster. Uh, obviously, you have a franchise quarterback there and Justin Herbert. Uh, we'll see what they do with the cap space, uh, because right now the fourth worst team uh, in terms of cap space – have zero uh, in the NFL and a bit of a deficit, so they're gonna have to restructure some salaries or just flat out cut some guys. Uh, naming them, you know, Austin Eckler and also Keenan Allen. Uh, namely, those guys in particular are gonna have to yeah. take some discounts if they want to stay there in the city of Angels. Uh, but I like Bosa on the defensive side. Uh, some awards, uh, uh, there's no question about it. Some eyesores will have to be addressed via free agency, the NFL draft. But if everything falls into place, given the historical track record of success that he has had uh the LA Chargers uh could do it about face similar to what the Houston Texans did this year mm-hmm. but next season so don't count them out this could turn around very rapidly
2: yeah there's gonna be some good storylines he'll go against his brother who's coaching this weekend the Ravens are three and a half point favorites totals 44 and a half any uh props or anything that you like on the side in total in the AFC championship game coming up on Sunday Brett
0: yeah guys uh you know I I the uh, uh, invested in a ticket months ago uh, in the matchup of the Super Bowl being uh, Baltimore and San Francisco, and I'm not going to waver on that at all. So I'm going to double down on that wager, and I'm going to lay the chalk there with the Ravens at the minus three and a half. Kind of leaning to the under overall in the game. I think it's going to be lower scoring than some people suspect, but a player props market. A couple of uh, notable props that really stand out to me, uh, namely uh, Lamar Jackson, most rush yards in the game, which you get right now at plus 120. Also, like the over on standard rush yards at 64 and a half. And five postseason appearances for Action Jackson. He has been scurrying about 13 attempts per game on the ground and a 93.4 rush yards per game average. It could be another century mark but for him, so last week. And you look at the Chiefs in the regular season, they allowed the second most quarterback rush attempts of any team in the league. Now, they only gave up right around 20 rush yards per game on those attempts. uh, But their team has been rather middling in terms of rush EPA defense since week 12. uh, Number 17 to be precise in that category. So I think Lamar Jackson, the true MVP is gonna get it done on the ground. I also like him to be the Super Bowl MVP. Might as well lock and load that right now while the value still stands. A plus 230 at BetMGM before this game because if Baltimore lives up to my very high expectations, that number could be cut in half Uh, Come the time, uh, you know, the Super Bowl rolls around there in Sin City. Uh, One other prop I do like in this game, I like the over on Justin Hill receptions. And I would play that up and maybe in the alt market to like uh, four or so. So over on a three and a half number at plus juice he is running a ton of routes uh, He had 17 routes run to be precise uh, last week and he's gone for 12 more routes in a game and five straight kansas city of the regular season and postseason combined allowed four and a half receptions per game to the running back position in total this nfl postseason they've already allowed 10 rb catches so justin hill uh, Justice Hill, who has seen a, a nice uh, ramp up in terms of his role as a pass catcher, could be a busy man in this game, no matter how the script really plays out.
1: I love the fact we got props out so early this week. This is one of the best things. You start betting them at, like yep. on a Monday as opposed to a Thursday. It's so much better. Lamar, I was on almost right away. But I, I'm a little bit cautious in the NFC title game with Christian McCaffrey. And I I... I Christian McCaffrey rushing plus receiving yards or individually each one or, have just been, we know, like all year, 90% of the time, whatever it is. it's They can't put that number high enough for me to say no. The problem is now, the numbers have gotten, I think it's 88.5. It was 90.5 last week for rushing yards, 131.5 yep. for uh, passing, rushing plus receiving. But we know how good this Lions defense is against the run. Is this a situation where we still just say, It's Christian McCaffrey, F it, I'm betting it. Or is this maybe, because I'll never fade him, maybe a stay away this week against the Lions with him?
0: Uh, no, I actually hit the under guys uh, on the rush yard okay. specifically. And I grabbed it at 89 and a half at Ben MGM when it opened. I thought it was a little bit too high. He is going to, you know, flirt with that number. Uh, I'm going to have to really pucker up and sweat this sucker out here in the waiting moments of the game <laughs> because he's likely going to get uh, at least 18 to 20 carries in the contest. But you mentioned it. Uh, the Lions have really bared their teeth and have roared very loudly defending the run since week 12. They are number three in the NFL in rush EPA defense to really just bottle up everybody. So as uh, slithery as the CMC football factory is, and he is indeed going to make me sweat, baby, uh, I still believe the under is going to hit on that 89.5. I got him right around uh, 84, 85 there in the end. We may see a little bit of Elijah Mitchell as well late in this game and things go really out of control for Detroit. I think that is very much on the table.
1: See, Ryan, this is how I know Brad likes pain, as he's willing to suffer through this knowing it's probably going to be a sweat, and he's fading a star. Right. I'm just not brave enough to fade stars like that, so I applaud you, sir, for being much braver than me. So, <laughs> what, do you about, Thank you. Uh,
2: what do you think about the McCaffrey receiving yards, though, or anybody if Debo's out or even if Debo tries to play in this game, he's 50% with the shoulder injury. I was just looking at his numbers when Debo didn't play, and he went over his receiving yards in both games. What kind of looks would you like uh, you know, with the receptions or the receiving yards for the Niners with him dealing with that injury?
0: Well, obviously, if he's uh, exit stage left and is in street close in this game, Juwan Jennings is somebody I'll be heavily invested in because yeah. Detroit ain't grounding anybody vertically right now, uh, whether out of the slide or inside, uh, you know, on the outside as well. It doesn't really matter to me. But I think the guy that is the supreme guy on the board, and we're seeing his receiving uh, yards total skyrocket as a result, is Brandon you uh, known as the Yak yeah, King at Arizona State. And I think he's going to live up to that nickname. Uh, the number now at 80 and a half. And it opened at 73 and a half at Bet MGM. Yeah. And that's when I grabbed it earlier on the week. And I would still be an investor, honestly, on the over 80 and a half. I am an investor as well to have the most receiving yards in the game for Brandon Ayuk at plus 170. On paper, gotta see a lot of Kendall Vildor in coverage who has been just a giver, guys. 140.5 passer rating, 60.7 catch percentage allowed this season. He has been torched like a creme brulee for much of the year, really much like the entire secondary Detroit. Uh, number 28 in pass EPA defense since week 12. Iuka the regular season was number two in yards per catch. He was number three in yards per route run. Uh, try to say that a dozen times fast. And he was uh, number 18 in yards after the catch. as well so a guy that breaks a lot of tackles he's got the shibby the shake and the explosivity uh to make me look like a very wise man which is really hard to do uh but i do like the overall receiving yards and for him to set the pace in that category
1: amongst both teams in
0: this contest
1: Routes run, routes run. I don't know if I could probably do it that many times. One or two is probably all I got for <laughs> you. Brad Evans talking to BetMGM tonight. Uh, so, Travis Kelsey, we know. I mean, look, an all time great and obviously one of the great tight ends in the playoffs as well. Even with the numbers being down a little bit this year, five for 75 last week against Buffalo, seven for 71 against Miami. I'm looking at his receiving yards 61.5 receptions, five and a half. Uh, Is this another week where you look at Kelsey and say, you go over, it's Kelsey, it's Mahomes, they're going to have to target him as much as possible, given the inconsistencies of a majority besides Rasheed Rice when it comes to those receivers?
0: honestly i press the pause button uh, on those two mm. numbers i think he's going to be toeing the line of both of them you know very easily can have five catches uh, very easily can have six late uh, depending upon how the game script unfolds i think the yardage is about right there in the market so maybe sgp that action at BetMGM, mgm uh one of the rare books so we could uh, parlay with the same guy receptions and receiving yards Get yourself a better number at a third leg um you know maybe it's kansas city on an all spread something like that reduce the juice so you can get <laughs> it's seduced by that juice that's the way that i play it there with travis kelsey uh honestly uh i, I think the guy could be busiest in this wide receiver core uh or just receiving core in general for kansas city is to be rishi rice uh he's a guy that i would have you know investigated and in, in betting on the over and receptions i also like isaiah pacheco uh to get it done out on the ground because he look at baltimore since week 12 guys uh they're outside the top 20 in rush epa defense so uh, I think he is going to be a key in this game for Kansas City to have a fighting chance uh, to spring the upset there uh, on the right coast. But I think Pacheco could be busy as well as a pass catcher. So I like the over. I believe the number is that two and a half receptions for him. I take the over at yardage because it, the game script does go negative uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think the pass catcher and given his violent downhill running ability of Isaiah Pacheco's is going to be front and center as Kansas City attempts to crawl back into this
2: game. Uh, Brad, I see the sweatshirt. I see the hoodie, so I got to ask <laughs> you. Illinois, only ah. three and a half point favorites on the road tonight at Northwestern. They already met once this year. I think Illinois won that game by 30 plus points. Seems like a trap line. Uh, what do you like tonight, if anything, in that game? What do you think goes down?
0: Uh, look, I like the I L. Well, guys, uh, try to speak as objectively as I possibly can. Why? Because Taryn Shannon's back in uniform, and Taryn Shannon's got a game under his belt, and he is of uh, just a runaway freight train downhill and attacking the basket. And Northwestern doesn't have the athleticism; they don't have the size, uh, and the guards that really compete with him. He's going to be a difference maker in this game. I think a guy who was a uh, you know midseason candidate to be an All American uh, could have uh, one of his better contests of uh, you know of the entire year. This could be a 25, 30 thirty-point effort for him. Uh, Coleman Hawkins has really elevated his game, getting it done on both ends of the floor in dynamic fashion. He's making himself a lot of money. Uh, he's a matchup problem because he beat you inside, outside. He blocks shots. He's uh, He had a six-deal game recently. I mean, he's just been off the hook of late. Uh, and Illinois just goes deep. Quincy Guerrier, a guy gets double-doubles. Uh, seemingly, every time he takes the floor, uh, they got, uh, you know, some bench, Assets that really come in and uh, hurt you. Uh, and Illinois is uh, number six in the country in EFG defense. So, you know, on paper and with the eye test they are the supreme team. And knowing too that this game being in play at Welsh Shrine and Evanston is probably going to be 50 50 Northwestern to Illinois fans. So I think the uh, Illinois fighting Illini in the orange and blue reign supreme and make us look good.
1: Brad, I'm going to stay right in the same state, but I'm going to go back up to the NFL and your Chicago Bears. Uh, Number one pick, still think that Justin, do you think Justin Fields is gone? Does he stay? I know we touch on this a lot with you, but I feel like everything moves every week. There's new reports. There's new rumors. People are feeling different about it. Are they drafting a quarterback or are they keeping Fields? Well,
0: look, uh, if I'm Poles, I ain't dealing them. And you know, I, nobody really knows uh, what cards are in his hand right now. And he's playing this wisely and smartly. I think he's playing this both sides to build up uh, market value, right? Uh, whether with the number one overall pick and trading that likely to Washington, uh, or dealing Fields himself. Uh, you know, what's that going to command the open market? It's going to be a first rounder. It's going to be a second rounder. It's going to be a multiple early round picks. We shall see. Uh, but again, given a learning curve of any young quarterback, and they all can't be CJ Stroud. I think you stick with Justin Fields, uh, make investments on the offensive line, the back end defensively, because your defensive line is going to be one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL entering next season. Uh, The Bears have the goods. Uh, They're on the right track right now. Uh, But for them not to derail, I think they cannot deal Justin Fields. Please, Ryan Poles, think logically. Keep the man.
1: Well, listen, that decision would be music to my ears because I would love to see hometown hero Caleb Williams and my commanders uh, next year. So that's what we're hoping for, Ryan. I do like Drake May. I know you love Drake May more. I get it. I it's going to be Jaden Daniels. It's, you know what? You're, oh, no. Too, too, many, too many RG3 flashbacks there. Skinny guy that can run. I, I think they'd probably go a different direction. Brad Evans, live on the line. Great to talk to you, buddy. Thanks, Brad.
0: Muchas gracias, amigos. Bonus time, Wazoo tonight. I'm laying the one and a half. Peace.
1: Boom. Lock it in. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. If J- I have heard people, uh, Mel Kuyper already said Jaden Daniels to like he mocked uh, Jaden
2: Daniels to Washington. I think if anybody is going to know. fall, if anybody is going to drop in this draft, I think it will be Drake May, and yeah. I probably I would consider taking him number one. Caleb is the safe pick because he's got the highest ceiling. Mm-hmm. I think the Bears take Caleb Williams. So do I. And they deal Justin Fields. I, I I do too. But no. I don't think it's gonna be Justin Fields to Atlanta like we all expect. I think Kirk Cousins is going to be the starting quarterback for Atlanta. I that, think Bill Belichick's gonna be the head coach for Atlanta. And then we'll see what happens. He'd be That's a perfect prediction. he'd
1: be a perfect fit for them for Bill Belichick. He'd be the ultimate professional. Not not that Justin Fields wouldn't, but like right. there's you get more of a veteran, you got a proven quarterback there. And if Belichick's there, yeah, he's gonna want a quarterback that's already got a a deeper, more successful NFL resume. people make fun of Kirk Cousins, but look at the Vikings offense without him. A lot different. Yeah. Spent MGM tonight.